Hello, Internet. This is Chase Redshirt, Craig Wassenaar, and welcome to part two of the LCS Preview Mega Podcast that I'm doing with my good friend and top lane master analyst. What do you want to... And should I shower you with any more titles, Xander or Xander? Yeah, uh, uh, no, that's good. I'm, I'm a pretty great top laner, so I'll take that credit. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, man, uh, it's... It's great to, to have you on the show. I love breaking these things down with you. Um, and we've got a very interesting North American region to talk about today. Uh, that we do. <laughs> yes. And uh, we start with the team that I think has blown me away the most. A team that I did not expect <laughs> to do as well as they have. And that would be Echo Fox. They're going Echo up against Fox. Counter Logic Gaming in the first game of week one. Xander, how good is this Echo Fox team? They are lean, mean, and ready to win games. This Echo Fox squad, I mean, we're talking Hooney playing, he's smurfing in North America. Mm -hmm. uh, Dardock looking like the Dardock that we all thought he could be, you know, without having any of the reported attitude issues and just really turning over a really positive new leaf and making quality plays. And uh, we also saw Phoenix play Azir, and I don't know why anyone was surprised about that outcome. Did, did people forget? Like, did people I get guess, amnesia? I guess. Oh. I guess. Does no one remember the 1v4 Quadra? Like, that. Uh, I, okay, but, you know, sure, yeah. So, no, I... Echo Fox is the real deal. I, I had these guys that I fifth. I think I put them at fifth or sixth just because I really do value as an enormous top laner. But watching them blow people up like this, I didn't expect the Alltech Adrian synergy. How do you feel about that? I, look, man, I love Alltech. He's been one of my guys that I've liked for a while. Uh, I kind of felt like I was on the wrong side of that argument for a while, and then he came back. This made me feel smart again. Uh, it's nice to see Adrian look good. Uh, seeing that over a whole split has sometimes been a hard accomplishment. Yeah. But for right now, he looks great. Uh, right now, Dardock looks great. I'll put it this way. Uh, in the Rough Drafts Discord, which you can find a link to in the description below, we did four fantasy drafts this split. One of them was an NA-only league. You can only draft North American LCS players. And <laughs> one of uh, the guys in that chat, Kegel, who was our resident memer, uh, drafted all Echo Fox players. So he scored 435 fantasy points on me last week. It was wow. real bad. I didn't, it was not fun for me. Uh, turns out that massive drawn out game with TSM where they got all those kills towards the end. Uh, not great for my fantasy week, but great for them. <laughs> you know, I, and they are heavy favorites in this 1.4 over CLG at 2.85. And honestly, I don't think that's unreasonable. Like, that's, that's a larger line than we had in any European game. And it, I mean, I haven't seen anything from CLG to tell me that that's wrong of you. No, Biostixay don't have the current synergy that Alltech Adrian. Uh, Huhi versus Phoenix is a toss-up in the mid lane, um, but I, I, Phoenix has the supporting cast to help him be where he needs to be, whereas Rainover, again, doesn't look like what... You know, after the Immortal split, he, he kind of seems to be struggling. And uh, Darshan going from being worst to best and back to worst top laner in North America. He 
keep in mind, two, uh, it was spring split. He was consistently for the entire split the worst top laner at, uh, by goal differential and experience. Or I think it was uh, CS differential and experience differential at ten. He had the most deaths, like one of the lowest kill participations. And uh, you know, then he has an insane split where everyone's like, "Oh, Darshan's back! Oh, look at!" Him. And they they crush it and. You know, you know, they they do a lot better, but now he seems to be slumping again. I, I he's so inconsistent for me. I don't know if he's going to have a a terrible split, the whole split. If it's just going to be half the split, it, you know, I, I I don't think the 8.2, 8.3 metas from what I can see them for top lane look like they're going to be good for him. And you know, he's playing Huni in this, so good luck. Yeah, that's a hard way to go. I will say just to to give the other side of that argument. Because uh, I like Darshan a little bit more than you do. Uh, Darshan currently leads all top laners with an 80.6% kill participation. Um, he also leads all top laners in gold differential at 10 minutes with 355. He is the, like, he, he's been there for every play. They don't seem to be able to do anything without him. Um, it just doesn't seem like the things they've been able to do with him have been all that impactful. Uh, it's kind of, it's really weird to see a guy who has been everywhere that was relevant for their team and yet nowhere relevant towards a game win. Uh, none of the plays that you would need them to convert. They just they haven't been proactive because they haven't been shot calling. And when you're not shot calling, you can't teleport to the place where you need to be. And so you're not making the plays like you did in the summer split. I, I, I blame that more than I blame Darshan as an individual player right now. But I do... I do get your concern. That's that's fair. That's fair. But like yeah. I said, I just I'm 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 sick of seeing the the back and forth. And they did give him two carry games. He only carried in one, and it was a hard for hard for me to uh, to give him the the mad props when the the hardest carry he had. GG. Yeah, I I consider it a concern. Um, I, we'll move on to the to the next game here. Uh, Cloud9 versus Optic. This is a battle that I don't think we need to spend too much time on, to be honest with you. Uh, you want to give me your, your 30 seconds on Optic? Uh, Zig in this matchup is not going to be looking nearly as Licorice. Licorice is having a really strong split. Acadian, I really do like Acadian in the jungle here, even into Svenskaren. Don't know that it's going to be enough to win this game. Jensen should smash Power of Evil. Arrow and Lemonation have shown that they can, you know, have some stuff going. But I just think Cloud9 is co too cohesive right now for this Optic team that does is showing signs of life. I, I just I don't think it's going to be enough to, to, to unseat the Cloud9 that's uh, been showing up the last two weeks. Yeah, I, I've got two thoughts on Optic. Uh, number one, there is no reason Lemonation should be on an LCS roster in 2018. I have never raged more than watching him on Braum miss every Ornolt that he could have blocked. Yep, that every. was pretty bad. It was real, real bad. Um, I, I think I'm mechanically better than him. It's really not ideal. Uh, second biggest problem to me is that there was an article that Kelsey Moser wrote on how they struggled to manage waves properly. They didn't understand uh you know how that side wave pressure could work yeah and they still got there they can they didn't learn a thing they got worse they still got the ass kicked in that macro pressure i can't i can't talk myself into this team i i, I watched this game I live with some six, people on discord but 
I think Zig's a, a big part of that. I, I think that Zig and Lemonation are huge team, but the, the rest of that course could be really... They, again, they, they show that they're strong enough, they're probably going to still win some games. This I just don't think this is going to be one. Yeah, Arrows, Arrows Ezreal's real good. Uh, Power of Evil, turns out he can play Syndra real good, too. I know, this is shocking information. Well, but people on Twitter were acting like this was brand new, so I guess i got to remind some people. But yeah, and Phoenix is. has never played Azir before, either. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Look, man, the season started on uh, on January, what, 14th? It's, it's fine. Yep. Everything's fine. It's a, it's a um, new season. Next up is uh, Clutch Gaming versus 100 Thieves. I believed in 100 Thieves heading into the split. Not a lot of people did. That was a controversial opinion heading into the split. You've seen four games of them now, Xander. Do you believe in 100 Thieves? I, I almost do. It, I mean, I didn't... I was really down on Cody's son because of work. And I honestly, I was being too hard. I Looking back, the I let the, the blinders of the big stage, you know, I, I, I all that stuff that got to him... You know, I let that one performance get to me and overshadow what was a full year of this guy going from being rank one, you know, in North America in the North American ladder to being a top tier NALCS 80 carry. And I have to say, Cody Sun and Afro Moo together look good. Afro Moo is not looking necessarily the most mechanically sound. Uh, I've seen him miss a few things that I think he would have hit. Uh, before, but the shot calling and micromanaging he's doing with a, what is a really talented AD carry and and Meteos Ryu and someday in your top half, that's that's a winning lineup right there. Someday's an animal. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's real good. Someday is best day. It turns yeah. out that the guy who was tearing people apart last year can still tear people apart. I I love. That side of it. I, I also think, uh, as we're learning, right, you watch CLG and all their shot calling issues. Turns out, yeah. uh, this whole, uh, this Al Afermu guy might be good at League of Legends. I know oh, right? it's, it's a crazy thought. Uh, Weird. I'm, a, I'm a rebel on that one, but he does seem to have, and you know what, I get it, right? His mechanics aren't as good as they maybe were uh, last split, but I think... But does it matter when you're that good at the yeah, I, I get it. I, I think that that's absolutely worth, and I think that uh, this team is operating on all cylinders, which is all we can ask of it right now. Uh, right now, the casino really loves them against Clutch Gaming. 1.45 favorites versus Clutch at 2.65. That seems high to me. Yeah, I'm not nearly that confident. Um, you know, granted, it's a 100 Thieves roster that which is why I feel like it's pro they're probably getting those numbers. But this Clutch Gaming squad is no, I mean, no, this is no slouch squad. This is, you're talking Fabiven, who's already shown the outright carry games. He's just, don't worry, team, hop on my back, I'm Fabiven. I'm here in NA now, how you doing? You know, um, and... And uh, and Solo, even though I, I don't think him to be what Licorice is, uh, he's show, he's had a really strong impact when he's on Gangplank. He's had a really strong in impact when he's, uh, uh, you know, following through Fabiven, honestly. Just following through his mid laner. And uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't. I still think you know. I like. I still think Hundred Thieves is the real deal. I think this, and I, I, I would firmly say they got this, especially after how I watched Ryu play uh, the other day in that with that side control and just one v twoing and dancing and you know drawing pressure and making people look stupid, breaking ankles out there. Yeah. If he, you know, because he was my question. I love fantasy, but. When I uh, when I didn't see him showing up in the first week, I was a little concerned, but I, I think he undid that in week two. Yeah, look, I I think pairing Prawley with Ryu, that uh, uh, reunion has gone very well. I think he versus Forgiven is going to be fun. I just, I, for, God damn it, I didn't mean to do that. That was not intentional. I, I, I do so many puns on this show on purpose. <laughs> And the perfect one I just walk into. Oh, man. How has no one made that pun on Twitter? Or more specifically, how have I not seen that pun made on Twitter? Somebody We're going to have to go do that next. Hashtag uh, reunion. Uh, reunion. Um, yeah, I like this clutch roster, too, is a thing. I, I like I like Hunter Thieves. I think the best four guys on, on clutch, that bottom half of the map, can make plays. I think 2.65 is enough where I would put some money on it, but I do think Hunter Thieves win this game. I just don't think it's near the the gap that is being implied with that line. Uh, this next game, we're gonna breeze through real quick uh, because it's FlyQuest versus Team Liquid. Uh, this is tied for the largest line of the week. Uh, turns out Team Liquid, who we thought was gonna be really good, has been really good. And FlyQuest, who we thought was young and maybe would need some polish, is young and really needs some polish. So I guess we should be grateful that teams actually performed to what we expected. Makes analyzing them a bit easier. But is there anything here that could surprise us in this match? Mm, no. No, <laughs> not really. Uh, I see. I could see, like, Flame on Fiora. Being flame on Fiora, but Camille's I, Camille's being played by Licorice, yeah. right? Can we get him on Cled? Cled won a game. Cled won a game. I yeah. <laughs> I, again, flames into Impact. Impact's just gonna be a rock in the top, and Smithy, Pogalter, Doublelift, and Ole are significantly better on the other side of the map. There, you know, yeah. Keen has his games, but Pogalter is. He makes me so proud as a, as an our North American mid lane savior, you know, like to really, really just show up and consistently be a beast. I'm I'm so on the Pobelter train. It's not even funny. I wasn't even initially. I wasn't on the Pobelter train. I was wrong for not being on the Pobelter train until last year. All right, I was wrong, Pobelter. You hear me? I was wrong. Yes, man. I'm, I hope Poe Belter hears this and forgives you, you know. We, we all make our mistakes over the years, you know. The important thing is that yeah. you admit them and you learn from them. Uh, as a FlyQuest fan, I, I don't have much hope for this game. I do want to know where Fly is. I, I, the team has been eerily quiet other than just saying, Hey, Keen's playing this week. Oh, look, he's going to be back next week too. Hey, hey he's here for he's week three. <laughs> It's like, Keen, I like you. Like, I don't want to be, yeah. like, rude. It's like a, a guest well, that, a like, good, I mean, yeah. keeps coming to game night uninvited. It's like, no, you're, like, you're nice. I just, 
Like, I, someone else was supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah. You're like, thinking, like, you're still in someone else's seat. We like you, but, like, we just want to know where he is. Yeah, like, and he's just, just like, I'll tell you later. Is he okay? Like, can we check in on <laughs> yeah. Facebook? Like, it's been a while since we heard from him. I, it, it makes me concerned. I consider it a concern. Yeah. FlyQuest, yeah, well, say at, something. Just all... at, at, at best with Keen, I, I, you know, I don't doing anything higher than, like, sevens. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and for the record, Keen, good player. He'll get picked up yeah. somewhere at some point if he can keep uh, playing at this level. He's, he's not the worst mid laner that we've seen in the LCS. No, I, I, yeah, I, he's a good middle-of-the-road mid. It's just as, as uh, I don't remember who put it this way, but he's a, he's a player that very often won't play the, the meta matchup well. He'll play the counter to the matchup well. And you can never be one of those top three teams if you're always playing reactively. Yeah, that very so, fair. That is a very fair criticism. Uh, we're going to move on to a team that also deserves a fair share of criticism. Team Solo Mid. Yes, I, I was like, which, which one? That, which one of these two deserves criticism? Both of them. Yes. The answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> they and Optic are in this three-way race for the bottom, two of which we expected. <laughs> TSM, obviously we did not. And I haven't had a chance to be on this show and talk about TSM yet. I know you haven't been on this show to talk about TSM yet. I haven't. What? I'm glad I wasn't here. What are we watching? How did this happen? How did we get here at one and three? I, I mean, okay, let's be, let's be clear. The two months extra that Team Liquid took that time to practice, I wonder if it paid off coming into the first one, huh? I don't know. Does it does it look like Sven and Mithy are, are playing solo queue like they're doing? Because that's what it looks like to me. And, and you know, I, I feel bad for Mike because Mike got put on a really poor champion pick his first game. And, and that coupled with the fact that everyone was already putting an insane amount of pressure on him because this is him coming out of that, you know, rookie... Uh, like he's he's this is when he's supposed to come in and either he's gonna fail like a lot of other junglers before him or he's gonna shine and be the real deal. So I feel like that pressure compounded with the fact that the coaching you know the coaching really let him down. Um, I feel like he's having some some confidence issues coupled with a bot lane that looks like they were just transplanted out of EU and don't they haven't figured out where they're at yet who the rest of their teammates are. Hanser's by himself, and Bjergsen's playing Zareth, standing in the back, trying to, like, pick people off. Yeah. I mean, you, you said it best. Like, they look unpracticed. They look yeah. like a team that has never played with each other before. And, and some yeah. had an interview, and, and I'll link this uh, in the description because I thought it was very illuminating. Uh, first thing he said was, they had less practice than any other LCS team. To which I say... You do realize you announced your starting roster before every other LCS every other, team, right? Right. On what grounds? Like you, you're TSM. Yeah. You've made statements of like, yeah, we could go eighteen and zero. Like we're gonna run. We're gonna destroy some people. What excuse? Yeah. What excuse do you have for getting rid of other players like, and you know, Sven Skarin and all that? If your plan was, is we're gonna have them not practice, have them be unprepared going into spring, and possibly jeopardize our chances to make it to Worlds, which is this roster's entire goal. Yeah, I, and, and for the record, I hear you TSM fans, you're typing away at your keyboards it, already, they're like, it's week two, we've only seen four games, best oh, of ones yeah. are stupid, 
Uh, what I'm are the still odds a TSM that we're gonna... fan, by the way, yeah. so I'm there with you guys. But... Yeah, look, I, in, I, I get that. And for the record, I also don't think that in a best of three, you would throw two 11,000 gold leads against Echo Fox. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we have to acknowledge like, yeah. that that is unlikely to no. happen. But I would also say, like, as much as it is a best of one thing, it's been the same problem in every game. It is a lack of shot calling. Your early game is fine. TSM fans. I, you're doing well there. You can build a lead, but you have no idea what to do because you have no idea who your shot caller is because you don't seem to have figured it out. And Song's answer in that interview of like, oh, well, what's the kind of plan? He's like, well, the players respect each other too much right now, so we need to get them to listen to a singular voice. That is not an acceptable answer to me Yeah. from yeah. the coach of the split last split, TSM head... With all this pressure and everything else, tell me you have a plan. It could be a bad plan. Just tell me you have one. Yeah, even going back to Bjerg's shot exclusively, where he had his historical worst split, you know, mm-hmm. but it, which I don't think he should be sole shot calling. I think you really need him to mechanically because he's that guy that carries. And, you know, when he, when, he de- when he delegates some of it, he tends to do a lot better. But even if that was their plan, I'd be more okay with it than what we're hearing right now, which is, uh, hey, guys, we're TSM. We got some amazing players. We have the best mid laner, okay? The guy, the one, the best guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, got the best Mid-E. bot lane from Europe. Yeah, we've got, got the best bot lane from Europe. Hotzer's apparently the best top laner in the world, if you asked him. So, you know, they've got or that kind of just- world. Watch his NAR clips over and over, you yeah, know? Yeah, the, the one, the five-man ult. Look, yeah. I, I'm going to say this, right? Because someone's going to be clipping me, I'm sure. Uh, I do think that TSM will figure it out at some point. There's, TSM has made it to the finals of every single North American split. I refuse <laughs> to believe that they're going to finish at the end of the year ninth. Like, that's not... Yeah. I, there's too much talent. There are too many veterans on this roster... But that said, it, this could be the first lit we don't see TSM get to the title game because this does not seem like a team that is hungry to prove themselves. This looks like a team that's gone to MSI the last two years and said, why do we want to win a split and then have to go play at a tournament where we get our ass kicked and everyone makes fun of us and then we yeah. look behind in the summer split because we're a patch behind everybody else. Like they, they look like a team who's realized that the spring split is not nearly as relevant as the summer split and therefore they don't have to try as hard. And, and to me, if that's true, if that's really the case that this TSM roster is made these decisions because they feel like it's just not important. Well, I, I, I hate that philosophy. And I hate that players who are supposed to see themselves as the most competitive people in the world would be willing to accept that philosophy. And I hope that the teams like an Echo Fox, like a Liquid, these organizations that would be hungry for a title, that would, it would be franchise changing for their fan bases to win one, I, I hope that the esports gods reward them accordingly. That's, I'm going to put it like that. Uh, we're we're going to move on. Uh, Paid again. by double lift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, be well. Uh, oh, man, it's, it, it's, it's something else, man. Uh, let's, like, Echo Fox versus Optic. I don't want to spend more than 30 seconds on this game. Uh, who's going to win and why is it Echo Fox? <laughs> uh, 
Echo Fox is going to win, and it's because Echo Fox is the best. Again, top lane. That's it, it, This is just, you can look at top lane. This game's over right there. Uni versus Zig. Stop talking. Game's over. Goodbye, everyone. Go. All right? You're going to put Huni on a carry. You're going to empower Dardock to invade a KD angle. Phoenix is going to stick even with Power of Evil. Alltech and Adrian are going to abuse Darrow and Lemonation. Adrian's a much better support. He's going to play aggressively, get Alltech ahead, put Arrow on an island by himself to just farm, and they're just going to blow right past Yeah. Uh, I would have just said Optic isn't very good, but I like your explanation better. Uh, let's just let's just move on. Uh, well, was by the way, uh, this tied for this. Uh, actually, it's not tied for the second highest. It's only one point one nine favorites for Echo Fox, four point five for Optic, which is still very high. But the fact that they don't have it higher, it's like maybe they're those the betting public is just a little bit skeptical that Echo Fox is gonna last. Just a little, just a little. Uh, this is gonna be that's gonna be a rough one to watch. I don't. That no one should watch this game unless you're a diehard Echo Fox fan or a big fan of Schadenfreude. You just really want to soak in the misery of Optic Gaming and their fans. Uh, that's going to be rough. Uh, TSM versus Hundred Thieves. Uh, we're, we're talking about a, a TSM team that has disappointed us. We've talked about a Hundred Thieves team that has surprised us, and pleasantly so. Uh, who ultimately wins this battle here and why? Uh, this is a hard one for me. I, I when I look at Hundred Thieves' next couple of games, I feel like this is the. Hard I don't know that someday can get an enormous lead off a of Hauntzer or get some insane TP advantage. Uh, Hauntzer tends to at least be extremely competitive on the TP advantages, if not winning the lane outright. Uh, and uh, Bjerg could stomp Ryu. That Ryu did show some weaknesses in on in week one, just flat out. And even in week two, his early game did leave a little bit to be desired for at times. So if Bjerg steamrolls this, I don't know. I, I think I, I honestly think TSM, this could be the game where they try to make their their turnaround. But at the same time, until I see Sven and Mivi actually show up and not look like this transplant, hey, how you doing, we just showed up from EU like yesterday, bot lane, then, you know, when they start playing with the team, I see some cohesion, I'll be comfortable. Until then, 100 Thieves look like a, a, a very, like a squad that is tracking. They got their leadership down. Uh, Cody's son's playing great. Hard, hard, to, hard to play against. Yeah, I, I think right now, uh, you know, some people will talk about a little bit of sloppiness in some of the close, closes for uh, 100 Thieves. Uh, the other big thing that scares me, uh, TSM, best early game team in the league. Uh, 100 Thieves right now are eighth in gold differential at 15 minutes. That's a concern. You know what else is a concern? TSM's wave management and shot calling in the mid to late game. Uh, I, I am amazed. TSM is actually favored here. Uh, 1.73 to 100 Thieves 2.05. This is a very winnable game for TSM. And if TSM is going to start making a run, I feel like this is a must win. The difference they have to start right now. Yeah. Three and three versus two and four are two very different records. Um, and I think that they need to win it, but I'm absolutely taking a flyer on 100 Thieves at 2.05. Absolutely. Hand me that value, Unicorn. I greatly appreciate it. Um, next up, Golden Guardians versus Team Liquid. Uh, this seems like another game. We didn't really touch on the Golden Guardians last one. I... I don't really want to, but for the sake of the three Golden Guardians fans that exist, uh, what are your thoughts on this team so far? Um, I, I think people have been a little too hard on 
Carlo, I don't actually think he looks that terrible. Uh, yeah, at one point, he was a top four top planer in North America uh, for a good little while, actually. Um, it's really difficult playing into the steamroller that is Team Liquid right now. Um, but, you know, you could, you, could, you could see a world in which High makes some really intelligent trades, not where they get them ahead, but, you know, they're, they're making even trades throughout the game with this Liquid lineup. Liquid makes a really aggressive call around a Baron or something. Uh, they throw, and, and uh, definitely Contracts and Lurlo have some nice cleanup with High Shot calling them around. Maybe you get Matt on a Braum and he's able to stop some ultimates or something. Um, I, he's he's the biggest liability team to me personally, but uh, you know I could see a world in where they win it. It's just a very very world, very hard to see behind some very tinted glass. You know, <laughs> you know. It, I'm glad you mentioned Lorlo because I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think the year of Lorlo comment from Steve in in 2017, where he started picking fights with Kelsey Moser because someone mm. dared to say that maybe. Lorla wouldn't be the best top laner. I, I think we went too far in the other direction as a response to that. He right yeah. now, uh, 4.6 KDA, 71.9% kill participation. Those are solid numbers for a top laner. By far better than anyone else on his team right now. And if you want to talk about the real reason uh, the Golden Guardians is losing, the, the two numbers that are just staggering to me, uh, they're actually first in words permitted at 4.99. And yet, with that vision, they are dead last in jungle control, 44.9% of jungle minions. That is atrocious. And that, to me, like, I think the, the reason this team looks as bad as they do is that contracts looks rough. Thank you. Yes. Well, and I'm really glad you brought this up because I want to talk about it. I did watch these games. And if you look at who gives first blood and who gives... A certain enemy top laner double buffs, all right? I think it's two games in a row, and then you say, hey, Lerlo, why are you not carrying harder? When you're playing into a... Well, I, I got to look up what this game was specifically last week, but I, I vividly remember watching uh, Mr. Contracts over here invade the top side, top side red buff, okay? And and die and feed double double buffs over to to the enemy top laner as first blood. I, I don't know how you come how you expect someone. Was that the flight quest game? To be it's, honest, it's it sounds like so many but... games. Like there are so yeah. many moments in which I feel like contracts is in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, over it was the C it was the CLG hand. game. Nope, it was the CLG game. Hundred percent. It was one that they lost to CLG or. Poor Nar playing into a, a, a first-blooded uh, gangplank. Yeah. I, God. I, I don't know, man. This team looks real bad. And I honestly, <laughs> the guy I, I like, at some point, right, we're going to move on from high. We're going to accept that he's had a great career. And that, like, none of this is helping. Like, when we unless, do the Hall of Fame unless awards... This goes, unless this goes to 16 teams, and then he's, he's got a place. <laughs> he never leaves. He's never going to leave. If ah. they expand, if they expand, he shouldn't. He should be the barrier for, for what mid lane talent is in North America. You can't shot call. And if you can't beat this guy well enough mechanically or shot call better than him, you are not good enough to make it in. I, I want to see high on a team... All the way up until they're like, all right, we're done adding. 
and then they're like, all right, hi, it's been 15 years. It's time to go. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in on this, by the way. That's really, I bet I can make some more money that way too. He just offers it as a service to teams. I will just, test your mid laner and either I beat him and you, and then, you know, you know, not to sign this guy yeah. or he beats me and you know, he's solid. Like that's a, that is a service high. You gotta, yeah. you're not, a, you don't have to just be a businessman. You can be a business man. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. He get what well, he can, imagine just high as the guy that comes in and saves the Cleveland Browns, you know, like, hey, like, listen, you need you need some wins. I'll get you some wins, okay? Yeah, like, absolutely. you give me you give me a couple of pieces. I will get you some wins. All get, right, get me in the huddle, man. I trust. I'm telling you, just get me in there. Oh my God! Uh, shout out to you, high. <laughs> but yeah. We're gonna move on. Uh, Clutch Gaming versus Cloud Nine. I love this game. I love this game, but that's because I love Clutch. And I, I think that we, we talked about them enough uh, already. I, I, I think we touched on uh, where we see their strengths. Cloud9, I don't think we've touched on enough here. They're 3-1. and one. They look as dominant as anyone else in this league, but they're kind of flying under the radar for, you know, just because Echo Fox has been flashier. And Team Liquid in their wins, I think, looks a little bit flashier. A little more dominant, I would say. Team Liquid just looks stout when they win. Right. Are, are, <laughs> we, are we sleeping on Cloud9? How good is this team really? I don't think we're sleeping on them. I, I would put them below Echo or Team Liquid right now. I think that they have a lot more cohesion off the bat than people expected. And I think that Licorice is, again, he's showing up as a rookie top laner and he you know he had a couple of difficult matchups um but nonetheless i don't know that he's going to be able to maintain it the cled you know pick was a little you know thing that just got tossed out there that ended up working um but uh i i can absolutely see sven scaren beating lyra lyra's got some really weak early game right now and sven scaren's look uh, Svenskarens looked really strong, actually. He's 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 looking. I, I was really down on him last year, and when I saw him on this Cloud Nine roster, I didn't think it was going to be much, and he is really impressing me. So uh, when you couple that with what I see in the equal bot lane, sneaky smoothie Apollo Hakuo, and then you just got a real mid battle, more EU mid battles. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Those EU mid laners. I, we love them. Can't get enough of them out here. We absolutely do. And I love Licorice, for the record. I'm so glad he's doing well. And I'm glad, like, this is exactly what I wish more teams would do when they pick up young players. It's like, hey, Licorice, what are you known for? Oh, well, I play carry tops really well. Awesome. We're going to pick carry tops for you. We don't care yeah. what the meta picks are. This is what you're good at. We're going to play you in the way in which you're good. I, I, yeah, and I love the Cled pick, too. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Absolutely fucking mind blowing. This is a concept that like every NALCS team gets wrong, and Cloud9 is doing so so smoothly. It looks like he's been playing there for weeks, and this is just week two of his LCS career. I love it. <laughs> SKT Uni play nothing but Maokai. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're not, you are not wrong for the record. Um, but then again, we saw as Yasuo in uh, in Worlds oh, too. So no, 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 no. I didn't say Yasuo. <laughs> I didn't say that. That wasn't me. I didn't say that. There's a middle ground, yeah, for sure. I, you know, and I will say, I don't think I'm as high on Sven Skarin as you. Um, he's okay. had 18 deaths so far this split, which is three yeah, more than... Yeah, he does die a lot. Yeah, but... That's, but, but he is what I expected, which is that he's not 
Like, he takes some, some deaths every now and then, but he does fundamentally understand the jungle position. He plays like a veteran jungler, just one that, you know, makes a, a brain fart every now and then. And honestly, I don't think Lyra looks any better right now. And I say that as someone who went into the split saying, I thought Lyra was the best jungler in North America. I thought he was one of the best players in North America. And right now he's making me look a little silly because he has had some moments where he just doesn't seem to know yep. what's going on. And I don't know dying what's up with in the that. early game, dying, invading when his lane's, you know, getting shoved in, I, I, stuff like that. I don't... It, he look, him, him and Contracts right now look really familiar. Yeah. They look like they could be hanging out together. Like, hey, let me... Hell, what's that? My mid lane's getting shoved in. My top's getting shoved in. I'm I'm 30, 75% HP. I can go check that red buff. I, I think the two of them in Rainover right now would make a great Three Stooges montage. If anyone's looking for Reddit karma, just get that theme song in the background. You can find clips. I promise it won't be hard to find the clips oh, you need. Real quick, but I just wanted to touch uh, on this, uh, the one, the scary. Come on, though. The the hundred thieves game the 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 Baron steal mm -hmm. he he yeah. without that they don't win that game he did he did do that he's clutch under pressure he's a veteran player <laughs> I know, I know, that is I know, a valuable skill just... set um I I look at this and I think Cloud 9s a better team uh, 1.36 is high for me that puts clutch gaming at 3.0 you can make two hundred dollars for every one hundred dollar you bet clutch gaming's a good team they have talent on that roster. You just need a That's... good Hakuo game, uh, a really nice Fabivan game. Like, that is You just need to hope Lyra right. doesn't throw, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I, I think Solo's equivalent to Licorice. Solo's been on a ton of a ton of kills uh, for his team. And Fabivan and Jensen, that can always go. So if Lyra plays a little bit better than Svenskaren, or maybe they manage to, I don't know, target Svenskaren in the pick ban... Uh, then, <laughs> then the rest of that team looks really even. If you get a lead there, you can extend that to your solo lanes. Boom! You got clutch game. You got a big win with those margins. Yeah, it's it's in play. I definitely think it's well more in play than that line would insinuate. Uh, last game of the week. It's a game. It's a game between two teams that will play on the rift. It's Counterlogic Gaming versus FlyQuest. Or is it, is, give me give me a reason to be excited about this game. What is, the, what is the thing you are looking forward to watching as these teams face off? I'm looking forward to watching Flames just flame Darshan. Ooh. He's going to flame him. He's going to smash him in lane, and then he's going to set him up. Um, no, I mean, honestly, I, this top matchup's good because Darshan, even in his weaker games, he, he... Okay, let me rephrase that. Darshan, even in games where CLG is playing weak, can show up and have really, uh, you know, make the game really interesting. And I love watching Flame. Outside of that, I, I, I think I think the CLG squad really does not have it together. And uh, FlyQuest will have enough here to to put them down. Yeah. I don't think FlyQuest have done a very good job of giving Flame the resources that he needs to really capitalize. I think no. he's still a good player. I, they just don't seem to play around him, and I think the biggest reason for that is that Onda looks like a rookie jungler. Uh, yeah. He, he looks I, I like agree. a guy who should be in Academy right now, to be honest. I, no, no, no. I, I think you could take a lot of Academy forming him on that roster right now. If you, I think if you took, if you gave them, said, watch these four games, and then you sat him down, and we're like, all right, what are you going to do? They'd be like, I'm going to go Camp Flame now, and we're going to win these games. <laughs> it, it, it seems like it should be simple. 
Uh, I look. Yeah. I'm a FlyQuest fan because all hail uh, Lord Flame. May we reach the horizon forever. <laughs> I want this to be a thing. Give, give Daddy Flame the resources he needs. Let him be uh, our hero while we wait. And please don't put it on Wild Turtle. Like he's he's good. Yeah. Why? But like we know who Wild Turtle is. Like we need that second guy. Let Flame be Flame. Let this be uh, a chance to really surprise some people. Um, and let this be the end of the podcast, because I think we are, we're right there. We've touched on yeah. everything. Uh, Xander, once again, it is so awesome to have you on the show. Uh, thank you thank so much you, for brother. joining me today. Uh, where can the nice people at home find you? Uh, you can find me. I'm streaming almost every single day, twitch.tv slash Orzadis. I'm also on twitter.com. It is always down to banter about League of Legends. Perfect. And, of course, as I mentioned earlier, you can find him and I on our, my Discord channel, the Rough Drafts Discord. Uh, love keeping the conversation going with you guys there. I also watch games with people live, if that's something you guys find interesting. Um, I, if you want to see my, my mind get melted, you can always hope for another Optic TSM game. So, you know, you never know. Uh, you can, of course, find my rantings as well as articles and things that I'm working on at King on Twitter. And, of course... All of our lines presented today were presented by Unicorn, the world's e premier esports betting site, and my employer, who I greatly appreciate. So uh, definitely go check that out. Have some fun with it. It's a, it's a very interesting time. I think there's a lot of value to be found in these lines. Uh, even with some of these think picks that we think are underdogs, I think enough of them will come through uh, that a, a smart uh, better can, can find a lot of value there. So uh, thank you so much uh, once again for listening. And... Come back next week. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do this, if I'm going to have another guest break down all of the regions or if I'm going to try to split it up. I have an interview I'd like to do. I just am waiting for timing things on that. So uh, be sure to stay tuned to this channel. And until next time, goodbye, Internet.